if you have a lingerie bowl player, a bunch of bad actors, a porn star, and a killer that looks like he's infected with smallpox, then you have all the ingredients for the shit cake that is the Slaughterhouse Massacre. We watched it, so you don't have to. So you know what that means. Greetings, one and all. Welcome to the next episode of Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Horror movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me is my best friend, my co-host, and soon-to-be married man, Mr. Aaron Southworth. How are you doing today, Aaron? Oh, wow. I like the shout-out for the wedding. That was pretty nice and unexpected. Yes, yes. I am getting married soon. And I uh, just I got to say, though, in the spirit of the movie, I'm going to be channeling stoner. <laughs> And you guys will understand that as soon as we jump into it. Yes. Uh, before you, this is actually a semi-special episode, just for our prides in the fact that this is our 20th episode, big two zero. Uh, one more episode, and we can it can legally drink. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be saying that again, like four more episodes at the 25th. So anyway, moving on. The movie this week is Slaughterhouse Massacre. Uh, this shitstorm of a movie was released on June 28th in 2005. Uh, it has a simple runtime of 97 minutes, and it can be found on both Netflix and Amazon Instant. Um, at least that's where I watch it. Aaron, did you watch it? Xbox, your Xbox have it this time? <laughs> Absolutely not. Anytime I don't have to pay for one of these movies, I'm going to watch it for free. Of course. It was Netflix all the way. Yeah, that's what I figured. So um, the movie was written and directed by Paul Gagne or Gagne. It depends on where the... Not really sure, but it's one. Gagne. Gagne. Let's go that way. And uh, this guy had directed two other films besides this, uh, so really not much of a career after this movie, <laughs> called Blood Predator and Legend of Killers. Well, at least he stuck with the genre. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the entire cast, if you want to get nobody in here really did anything of any sorts. Uh, most of them are, this is their one and only gig. Uh, the, <laughs> the most note, uh, noteworthy people in the cast are the blonde girl at the very beginning. She was a lingerie bowl player. <laughs> she played for the Chicago Bliss, number 11, in the lingerie bowl. Oh, shit. The, oh, that girl, <laughs> she's something. Yeah. And then the main character, uh, Stacy, is played by uh, Shaila Vidaya. I don't, it's a really weird name. Uh, she has like 12 credits for name, mostly shorts, vignettes, and TV shows. And probably next, the, her biggest claim to fame is she did one episode of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> uh, and then after that, the only other person worth noticing is a naked girl in the movie who is at a party, and she's only recognizable because she is uh, Angelica Castello, aka Venus, a porn star that some of you might know. That should look familiar. Uh, the only reason I'm going to bring this up is because I found this hilarious when I was going through IMDb uh, before we get to the movie. Uh, I, I looked, I was looking at the cast, you know, bios and all that, and this is what was put. For Angelica Castello. I'm going to skip some of it because it's to save time. But basically it says she was a cheerleader in high school and she lost her virginity at age 14. Who puts that on their IMDB page? Like, why is that on there? So she, say it one more time. It says, uh, she, you know, born 1978, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Get, get to the money line. Yeah. Uh, Castello was a cheerleader in high school and lost her virginity at age 14. Ooh la la. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. Like, you don't see, like, Basically George Clooney, Tom Cruise, anything like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise lost his Virginia at age 16. No, it doesn't, they don't do that. Uh, and basically, she. Uh, That's a great casting list for a pervert, though. Yeah. Ooh, cheerleader and kind of slutty. Yeah. And right. she was uh, nominated, for, let's see, she made her de- debut in Dirty Debutantes. And uh, she was the play, uh, Penthouse Playmate of the Month or Pet of the Month in 99. And voted, nominated, and won various AVN awards for <laughs> uh, 2005 Best All-Girls Sex Scene. 
uh, best anal sex scene. Whoa, whoa. Okay, we get <laughs> I it. A whole bunch of, it's just, this is on her IMDb page. That's what's so weird about it. It's like, why? Of all That's things, what she's famous for, Marshall. Yeah, it's just crazy. So we're jumping into the movie. Um, this movie, uh, it's it's... It sucks, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what we're here for. We watch this, the, the shitness so you don't have to. And it opens with basically a flashback of Allen, Texas, 1993. See, I missed that. That It actually did show up on the screen. Yeah. I must have blinked or something because, yeah. honestly, it looked like... Yeah, you must yeah. be looking because it's a yeah. big white letter, Allen, Texas, Yeah, just must because it was confusing me for a minute. Yeah, anyway. so it opens with this guy and a girl who... You never hear names, but they're listed in the credits as Mandy and Darwin. And they're making out an SUV. And the girl is like saying, like, I want to go make love for all those, the way they slaughter all those animals. And she's like getting all turned on by like blood and death and animal killing. And she starts masturbating in front of this guy. Like, so, like hand down pa- panties, like straight up vag rubbing. And it's like you nearly see everything. Like this is graphic, almost x ray footage in this movie at this point. So f- not even five minutes into no, the movie, I already five. have half a chub going on. Yeah. And I'm thinking this is going to be a good flick because it's pretty graphic. Yeah, it's really graphic. Yeah, she she really uh, she, <laughs> she really committed. gets in there. She, <laughs> she commits. To this scene. Yeah. And, so, and uh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> <sighs> Got to cool off here. Cut to uh, Marty Sickle, who is the, the main antagonist, the killer. And we see him, he's cutting meat, or basically chickens, uh, in the slaughterhouse while listening to the Star Spangled Banner. And so the couple, they enter the slaughterhouse. So I'm sorry, can I just yeah, say, yeah, before, we, before we get to the slaughterhouse, honestly, uh, I got a little problem with 19, it being 1993, yeah. and she looks like she's going to a rave in, you know, 2005. Like her clo- their clothes were completely off, completely I, I, off. See, I didn't buy also, that. an SUV. SUVs weren't hot until like the mid late nineties. They were like, I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, I get the, the the black SUV or like you know Escalade or whatever the fuck that, it was. That was like I'll a two thousand four model. Well, it was filmed. Yeah, do that. So I give you the SUV. The clothing that bought me because I figured it wasn't so much rave as more. I think it's supposed to be more goth and. Uh, no, no. There were people in high school we went to that were trying to goth it up and wearing all black. Nineteen. Like I don't. Yeah. No. Eh. Uh, anyway, all right. Anyway, so yeah, Marty's in there cutting up chickens, and, he, and it's I just noticed it's kind of funny. He's not using like your standard butcher's meat cleaver. He's using a machete to cut up these chickens with, which is just not the blade of choice for it's a little butcher. overkill there, bud. Yeah. Um. So you get cuts back and forth between uh, the couple wandering through the, the slaughterhouse and Marty's sickle cutting meat, and, and it goes on for a long time. Yeah, it goes on for a while. They finally enter the room where Sickle was, but he's now gone. Which is weird, because you never see him wander off, but later in the movie, it kind of explains what's going on, but not really. Uh, so, the girl, she's like, she gets all horned up. She's like, all, oh, yeah, I'm ready to go, let's go, let's go. And she, like, they come to like this, did a good job there. this tub of water, like this big like trough of water. And she like, grabs them and pulls them down on top of her, and they're like going at it on the wet, nasty floor of a slaughterhouse. Yeah. So it's it's pretty funny because she's really really aggressive. This yeah. this this actress really went for it. Yeah, she did. Uh, and you see boobs. I mean, you see a lot of boobs. I mean, she's like butt. They're both full, basically butt naked. Full nudity. Yeah, full frontal, full, full nudity. nudity. Yeah, and they're banging. And this point is pretty graphic. And when Marshall says they're banging, they are banging. It's like it looks like they're really. I mean, this is this is yeah. like borderline like Cinemax softcore porn level of banging. And most a, definitely, a it is. It is. That's what I say. It's really graphic. Um, so anyway, the, they're banging there, you know, she goes, she's on, starts on bottom, she rolls on top, then she rolls back on bottom and she's on bottom. She looks up, she screams like, ah, and it cuts away. Now, but it didn't give you any real clue that a killer was coming. No. So I was thinking, oh my God, did she just like come or something? I mean, is that how she does it? She just screams. Screams. She's a screamer. Because you had no idea that that was even there. No. But, uh, yeah. And it just blacks out. And then we jump to Dallas College, present day. And this is where we meet the main cast, most of the group. They're sitting in a classroom. And you can't be more stereotypical, once again, in these movies. You have the football playing jock who's just sitting there tossing the football up and down in the air. Everyone else is complaining about doing their homework. And they're like, oh, man, we don't want to do work. And then you have the slutty girl who's like intentionally dropping her notebook so she can flash her cleavage at the 60 something year old teacher. <laughs> um, and the teacher, he stands there with his mouth gaping open, 
like he was hit by a Mr. Freeze freeze ray when, he, when she bends over. It's so ridiculous. And so it's just ludicrous how, this, how he handles this. Um, and then he turns around, they're throwing papers at him. And I'm just like, why do so many movies portray college kids like they're fucking high school kids? Or junior high kids, for that matter. Yeah, I mean, they really, really look... And the problem is, they almost look like high school students. These guys that they cast to be on the football team are not big guys at all. Well, They're really small. Justin, and my, in, it's hard to compare, but in comparison to everybody else, he's the big guy. I, at least he's tall. I can buy just, him. Yeah, but, but Bobby, his yeah, little sidekick, yeah. he's uh, like... What? He's like, like was five. He the he's like a skinny five eight. <laughs> he's like the know? kicker or something on the team. Not even a t- kicker. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, so they're like, I don't understand, like, in all of my college years, probably yours too, never once have I been in a classroom or in a situation where any student has sat there and thrown wads of paper at a college teacher or complained or wanted, acted like never. this. Mm-mm. Never. So why do they keep doing it in movies? Anyway, so the slutty girl now, she decides that she pulls a Sharon Stone from Basic Instinct. She flashes her panties at the teacher while she's crossing her legs. Again, teacher reacts by dropping his jaw to the floor and freezing, like, oh, my God, what's, like, it's just it's fucking retarded and this is where one of my biggest problems with the whole movie coming up are you just follow along with me this i have a all huge right, problem all right with this so one. so all i gotta, right. I gotta get ready here he's telling the students that okay this final project or where this project was if for all those you have an f if you do well in this project if it's original and on time those are the only two criteria he gives original <laughs> and on time doesn't have to be good just original and on time you can bump your grade from an f to an A. I'm like, what the fuck? I have never heard of anybody going from an F to an A based on one project in college. You got to keep them in school, Marshall, because if you flunk them, there goes their money. So that's... that's. But I'm just saying, that's, yeah. to me, that's the most unbelievable thing in an entire movie, is that <laughs> for going from an F to an A on one project. So there's... Okay, after class over, there's a walk and talk scene. It's boring as hell. And you learn some specifics that Stacy, the main girl, is going out with Justin, the jock. And Blondie Tina, I think, is with dating Bobby, the midget. Uh, and that's it. And the, the slutty girl bumps up. Like, oh, she's such a slut. Yeah, you're a slut. Blah, blah, blah. It's so but it really seemed slutty. like at that point they were kind of developing slutty girl as a character. Yeah. Like she was going to – like there's these four and then there's slutty girl. Yeah. And maybe someone else at this party that they're going to is yeah. going to join along. For I the, agree with you on that. And I'm like, okay, slutty girl. I'm invested in slutty girl. I'm yeah, like, you, she you actually, think she's going to – something's going to come. Guess what? She doesn't. Yeah, totally. After yeah. the party scene, which is coming up, she you never see her again. No. Nope. She plays no factor in this movie whatsoever. And it's like they were building a decent – Interest. Yeah. So the only, the only the character movie. I cared about. Give me the slutty one. Yeah. So this might be the first movie where the slutty girl actually does not die because she just disappears. Um, so anyway, cu- we cut to Justin, Stacy, Bobby, and blonde girl, which I later learned was Tina. They're driving to the party. You get to the party, and it's a, you get your stereotypical lame house party scene. And what makes the scene even worse is the really, really bad music they're playing over the, all over the scene, like, it's just really shitty music. It just brings everything down. It's not like <laughs> great party scene. Like yeah, it could have mm-hmm. It just makes it worse. It was a long scene. It was the party scene was very long, and nothing's happening. Right. I mean, you you got the main characters. They're just bopping. I think around. I saw like ten guys beer bong. Yeah, you, you know, like go go go, like ten times in a row. Yeah, you get there's a gratuitous girl on girl makeout shot. Um, you Justin does kiss the slutty girl after doing a beer bong. Yeah, and so, then, you know, oh, he's making out with her. Yeah, she's going to be a character. Yeah, and then outside you see the two girls who we saw making out just, you know, a moment ago. They're outside now making out in, a, in like, a ring of dudes. Like, girls, guys just this sit, is Venus, around. This right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they're making out. And on nowhere, they decide, hey, let's just get naked. Yep. So in a ring of dudes outside, they just take off their clothes and just continue to make out. See, I was watching that, and I couldn't see her boobs enough. I would have recognized her if I saw her boobs. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Back inside the main groups, there's again they're standing around talking and smoking weed, and we, this is where we first meet Stoner. Stoner. And when we yeah. say Stoner, we're not saying oh the guy is a Stoner. No, the entire movie, his name is Stoner. Yeah, they just everyone just calls him Stoner. Yeah, like he's the only Stoner in the entire world, so he gets named Stoner. Um, he mentions that today is Marty Sickle's birthday, and then Bob mentions, oh yeah, Justin and I we're gonna, we're planning on going up to the old slaughterhouse later after this party check it out and then this cues Bobby to go into story mode which cues flashback scene 
throughout this whole thing, you, you, you cut between flashbacks and then the group kind of standing around t- telling the story. And it's the story of how Marty was like his origin story. Marty was accused of raping and murdering a girl whose body was found near or inside the slaughterhouse. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Uh, but Marty was let go. He wasn't in charge, I think, due to lack of evidence. So the girl's boyfriend, along with a few of his buds, basically attack Marty, hang him in the room where we, in the, where we saw the two having sex earlier with mm-hmm. the tub of water. Uh, they hang him from a noose above this tub, and he, you know, so he hangs to death. But uh, they do say the tub was used to basically it's an electrical tub where to use to remove the feathers. feathers from the chicken. So it was a combination of it was like a boiling, a light boiling chemical water bath yeah. with electricity. Yeah. <laughs> and so they say he, uh, the rope breaks and Marty falls into the tub, the electrical, the electric tub. And now they're saying people say he didn't really die, that he became some kind of supernatural being. And then um, later that night, they're like, oh, uh, uh, later that <laughs> night is when the couple that opened the movie, the sex girl, that's when they show up. Right. So kind of like the beginning is like a, a splice between what happened to Marty like before he got killed and then the girls pulling, the couple pulling up outside. So it kind of overlaps. But he's dead by the time they go in. That's why his body just disappears from the scene when they enter. So it's confusing, but that's, I think, what they were going for. So the girl at this point, you see the kill scene again. They're man sex. You see Marty come up, stab, stab the guy. The guy you actually the see him stab the guy. Yeah. And then the girl who is like butt-ass naked, she gets up, grabs the machete we were talking about earlier from the butcher table and cuts Marty's head off. Now, this one, we say she's still front nudity. I mean, you see everything i love this actress yeah. she's great she's really going for it she, yeah, she <laughs> for this shitty movie to be that naked is <laughs> to be <wow>. that naked <laughs> hmm. uh, and then it keeps showing it shows the clock this old dirty clock it stops at 12 59 and 45 seconds um and then we jump back to the present time uh, back at the party and stoner says that if you go to the place where he died on the night of his death and say this rhyme Marty will rise out of the tub of water. So it's like channeling Candyman. Yeah. In a way, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's going Bloody with the, Mary, chant the name three times. Yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> um, and then you get more lame party scenes. It just keeps going on. Um, Stacy and Justin get into a fight because she saw him about to make out with Slutty Girl. They argue with bitch, 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 bitch. It is boring as fuck. It doesn't matter. Bobby tells Stoner. Hey, I have this plan. We're all going up to the slaughterhouse. You should come up an hour after us and wait to come in and then come in inside in, in a costume. So Stoner's going to play the role of Marty yeah. and try and scare the girls and chase them around mm-hmm. while the other guys uh, laugh and film and it. You know, so, yeah, you know, that's what you do in college. You yeah. really, really poop on girls. Man. Yeah. So uh, Tina, the blonde girl, Bobby, Stacey, Justin, they're drunk driving their way to some abandoned town, which leads them 30 to... 30 miles away, it said. It said it's 30 miles away. Okay. I'm sorry. I am not invested in that kind of prank. They're like, all right, it's 30 miles away. I'm drunk. I've been drinking. Yeah. I'm going to scare my girlfriend because I'm an asshole. Man, <laughs> he's, com- he's he really wants to do this. Yeah. He really just wants to spook his girl. And the whole thing is, at one point, I thought, okay, because they make it sound like the whole reason they're going to go there is... Like, well, I originally thought it was, okay, they're going to do their project on this guy or this story. That would have been cooler. That would have made more sense. But and made a lot more it sense. It never comes back. It's, it never does. They just go there with a camcorder for no reason other than just basically It'd be so easy people. to tie in. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, so the whole time they're snooping around this old abandoned town, Stacy's like, keeps saying, I, I don't want to do this. I object. I want to go home. This is stupid. And now, of course, we hear a storm roll in. I wrote this down just because, okay, the storm's coming, you hear a lot of thunder. But then after, I never wrote this down in the later movie, but I'm thinking, again, this, it never plays back. The storm, it never rains. There's it thundered no once. It thundered, it thundered, it thundered, thundered it a few times. That's it. No storm ever comes. Well, I guess it was just a passing front. They just gave up on that idea. Yeah. <laughs> we can't afford rain machines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they find the old slaughterhouse, and they head inside. And they find, like, it's was supposed to be a circuit breaker, but there's no box. It's just a f- switch. And they flip the switch, and voila, all the yeah. lights come on. And I'm like, how and why the hell would the this place have power? The whole place is abandoned. It's abandoned. The whole town, the whole town like, is, is abandoned. abandoned. 
but yet this place still has power. Not one sign of civilization. <laughs> I mean, of, of any people. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, we got electricity. Yeah, it's electricity. Running water. Sure, why not? It's, it's You know, we, our driveway's heated. You know, no one's here, <laughs> but we got it. Yeah, the hot tub out back's working. Right. You know. uh, and so, basically, I actually tell this. For the next five minutes of screen time, nothing happens. Oh, it's, no, it really doesn't. Nothing. All that is going on is the four of them wandering around each other and randomly screaming, Trying to like, scare each other. The, like, the girl will grab the guy's butt and go, eek, and he'll go, ah, and then he'll do it to her, and then they'll just jump each other. Like, like, scream, ah, yeah. cut it out. Ah, cut it out. Hey, don't do that, don't babe. Do Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's for five minutes. I, I had the timer right. I, five minutes of this going on, nothing. Easy. There's a quick scene of a car pulling up, someone getting out and getting something from the back seat, and then it's right back to them ah. wandering around. But eventually, Stoner shows up. Thank God. And Justin is like, he's like, dude, you're too early. You have to go. You, you know, you're going to ruin it all. And he's like, hey, we'll see you tomorrow, Stoney. Wink, wink. Right. And Stoney walks off. <laughs> uh, so the four of them, again, just more of them wandering around. That Stoner, you get a lot of shots of Stoner in his just, car. Just smoking. Being sliced just smoking roaches. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, just tearing through that I mean, pot. He's like a chain smoker cigarette just with joints. Like he, he, There's not a single scene with him where he's not smoking a He's joint. always got a roach. He has yeah. just always got a roach in his hand, and he's just going to town on it the and, whole time. So he's either smoking the thickest roach ever. He's just constantly smoking joints, and it's just always at the end we see him do yeah. it. And they really hammer the want to hammer home the fact that yes, yeah, Stony Stoner is out in his car because they keep they keep cutting, cutting back him to him so smoking. many times. Cutting back to him, he's just smoking. <laughs> cut yeah. back five minutes later, cut back, he's just smoking. Yeah. So finally, the group finds a way to the room with the tub where the sex scene happened, where Mario was killed, and for some reason, the tub still has water in it, and it's been like ten years I or something the exact like that. Exact same thing. Like, why is there water in this tub? Right. So they sit on the floor in a circle and they recite the sickle rhyme, which is retardant. And you hear screams are heard. Michael Sickle once, Michael Sickle twice, Michael Sickle kills someone tonight. Or Michael Sickle took a life or something like that. Or oh, takes a life. yeah. It's some stupid. I already fucked it up. All right. It's really I thought stupid. I was getting pretty good. I think I, I mean, did. It's no one-two phrase coming yeah. for you. That's for sure. It's, yeah, it's, it's really way bad. Um, so, uh, the, yeah, you hear some screams. And the girls freak out, like, oh, my God, let's, I want to get out of here. Uh, the dudes are like, ha, 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 ha stoner's yeah. coming. Okay. They're like, they're kind of jazzed. But then Bobby freaks out. Bobby's like, oh, shit, dude. I, I think I said, take my life instead of where the proper line is. So he's all freaking out that, you know, he fucked the thing up. So do you think that he was stalling for time for stoner to show up? Because he seemed genuinely concerned about this. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm like, I'd be like... What the fuck? <laughs> no, I think he's. It was one of those things that wasn't said. Like, if you actually say "take my life," then he's gonna come back and kill you, or he can come back on killing spree. And so he's like, maybe this oh, is real. Oh. So I think I, that's what I got. Okay. But who knows this movie? I thought yeah. maybe he was legitimately freaked out for a second, but then just like, dude, you're stupid. Don't worry about it. Well, Justin was saying to do it again. The oh, girls right. didn't want to do it. The girls were like, fuck you. And yeah. they, they actually said that like three times. Justin drops their camcorder they're using this whole time in the tub. into the tub of water. Um, and then you get a, they, a quick shot of that clock again, and which was frozen. And now the second hand starts to move after they do the rhyme. So this is the thing. He drops the camera in the water, and Justin goes, oh, okay, I'll get it for you. He's, he's apologizing. And he's reaching in. The water's all, you can't see anything. It's kind there's, of a blackish black color. Yeah. So you can't see anything. And he's putting his arm in there so deep, like mm-hmm. looking, and there's bubbles coming up. Yeah, like You see bloop, bloop, underneath. bloop, yeah. bloop. And you're thinking, okay, here comes something cool. Here's something. Nope. Nope. Nothing. Never comes back to it again. No. That's I, it. I, I, I forget. That's that such a wasted because, like, moment. It's a wasted moment. Yeah, I, I kind of see your point, but at the same time, I forgave that one because, like, okay, bubbles, ooh, something's gonna happen, and then he pulls the hand. It's one of those like those times, like, okay, he got off lucky this time, but it will come back later. But you're right, nothing comes out well, nothing, of the tub. Well, yeah, nothing ever comes out of it later. They never, you never really see it again. Um, so Bobby decides, and he's like, he runs off ahead of everybody because he's like, hey, last one back to the truck buys the beer. So he takes off running. He's so excited. Yeah. He's so excited he's like to get a free kid beer. On Christmas, like running out to Christmas. I, I, he's like, no, he's, I'm going. <laughs> he was so pumped. Yeah. 
So the three remaining people, they run, they go after him to find uh, to find him. And of course, their flashlight dies. And Stacy's like, "Great, now what are we gonna do?" And I'm like, "Yes, what are you gonna do with no flashlight? Even though nearly every single light in this place is turned on, right? What will you do without that <laughs> flashlight and all this other illumination around you? Be able to look around and go, oh yeah, I see where I'm going. Cool.' <laughs> so." Tina, the blonde girl, she gets somehow she gets separated from Justin and Stacy, which makes no sense because they were they were together. She goes off down this the one dark hallway without the flashlight, and then like literally like five seconds later, Justin pulls out a Zippo and they follow her. So how like this timing makes no sense? Like how yeah. she gets separated so drastically in such a short amount of time. But at this point, another five minutes passes with nothing happening. People wandering around looking for each other. Yeah, that's all it is. And Bobby finally runs into Marty Sickle. But this, of course, he thinks is Stoner in his costume. He's like, hey, Stoner, what are you doing? Stoner, man. Stoner. Hey, Stoner. He's right in his face. Hey, and he's, he's talking to yeah. him for like two minutes. Yeah. yeah. And it just, Marty looks up and says something stupid. Now, at this point, Mar- <laughs> let's, let me explain this. Marty says something stupid. <laughs> Marty Sickle looks like a homeless bum that's infected with smallpox. That's what he looks like in this movie. That's a very good description. Yeah, he just looks like someone who's got bad chicken pox or smallpox with, you know, a drinking problem yeah. who's been on the street for, <laughs> you know, 10 years. Yeah, and he talks like the most, like, almost hillbilly. Like, it's, it's so hillbilly, but kind of supposed it's to be evil. But demonic like hillbilly with yeah. grumble yeah. kind of strong blast. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an awful choice this guy made to talk like that. Which, by my honest guy, the guy who plays Marty Sickle is also uh, the writer director of the movie. Huh. It's just uh, Paul or Peter Gagne, whatever his name was. Um, Gagne. Gagne. Um, so uh, Sickle stabs Bobby in the dick with something. At this point, I don't know what. You can't really see. He just, all you know is he stabs him in the dick. Yeah, and, and Bobby is silent. Yeah, and he's like, he oh. just does He just doesn't even make a sound. He goes, uh. Yeah, and I think I'd be reacting a little bit more than that. Yeah, I think I would be too. And Sickle in his demonic hillbilly says something like, "I got to split," and then rips the knife. I guess it's a knife or whatever. Up, splitting Bobby in half from groin to the top of his head, completely in half. So it, it's kind of like the, like a kung lao fatality from Mortal Kombat. If Very good. He, reference. He, just, he just falls apart. I like it. I like it. Thank you. Um, at this point, Tina, you know. Now, she comes in this room. She finds Bobby sitting on the ground, leaning up against a shelving unit. And when she goes to pull his arm up to, like, hey, come on, let's go. He falls You don't half. see it, it, what it, happens. You just see, like, his, you just assume, like, it's just his right half sticking up against this. It falls over. She's screaming. She's backing up, screaming. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And as she's backing away, she bumps into Justin and Stacy. Now, Justin, they're, keep on, I want I need to make this point very clear here. They're in the same room where they just found Bobby's half of his body. Right. That's important to remember because Justin then walks forward to where Tina found the body, which means half of Bobby's body would be lying right there. Yeah. But he looks and instead of seeing the body for some stupid, he looks over and he sees a pool of blood and a flashlight and he's like, Bobby, what's going on? Where, you know, and uh, they're calling out for Bobby and Stacey's like, Hey, what do you think happened? And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? What do you think happened? How do you not see half of a body lying right at your feet? And the fact that Tina just saw the body. And she could be like, no, he's right there. He's right there. His body's right there behind you. Turn around. (laughs) These people are retarded. And so they just like leave. They're like, okay, well, we'll leave this Was the prop handler too lazy to move the, the body out of the shot? Christ. It was, it's, it's. Wow, it makes no sense. It's the stupidest thing. So the three remaining people, they come to a room where they think is Stoner kind of partly hidden behind a doorway. You kind of see like an arm holding something. And they walk up. He's like, and you see the person swing a sickle at at Justin as he gets closer. and, And then that mystery person ducks away. So you're not sure if it's Sickle or Stoney at this point. So just in the group, they turn around, they, they go back the way they came, and as soon as they turn around, Marty Sickle appears in the doorway. So this is the real Marty Sickle. So you, you never know if that's with Stoner. You're or, giving it way too much credit. I, had, yeah, I didn't or think Or if that it's just teleparting Marty Sickle. And so what follows is really, really awkward. Sickle slices at Tina's legs. She falls down. So we just assume that her legs get cut. Right. 
which you never really see it. There's it, no there's no special effect. It, it's to really tell you fucking that. awkward. And then Justin starts throwing bricks or other debris at Sickle. It was bones. It was like you know oh. how they have those like uh, old boat the shots of like calf bones yeah. and stuff or like cow, cow bones, bones yeah. and stuff. Okay. So he's also the quarterback of his college. Yeah. The best damn quarterback right. Dallas has ever seen, <laughs> yeah, by the way. That's right. That's right. And he's throwing that. these things like a girl. He's you know? like sidearm <laughs> side or something like yeah. that. He's just kind of flinging them. Yeah. You'd think he'd drop back a couple steps and be like, all right, motherfucker. Bam. No, and just yeah. hit it with it. Well, I don't think he's going to do no. the seven-step drop. but uh, Heisman pose. <laughs> Boom. But yeah, he's throwing these things at, Mar- at Mario Sickle. And Sickle just ends up looking like a kid playing dodgeball trying to dodge these things like it's really awkward I think he got hit by one too and like the feet. so eventually the three managed to run off and they end up in this boiler slash furnace room and it's a dead end room and they like jam like a stick in the door behind them to you know try to uh, block the door and they hide behind the giant burner there's furnace. nothing in the room except the furnace yeah there's, there's nothing, nothing zero yeah, ex- exactly. so they, where are they hiding gee i don't mm. know <laughs> Uh, and, and they start trying to bandage up Tina's leg. Um, Sickle sticks his head in through the broken window in the door and says, like, remember me? Or, in a really st- in a his badass voice way. is really bad. And then he just breaks the door down, and he sees Tina's foot sticking out from behind the furnace. And, and Ah, Yeah. And, of course, then Justin f- comes up bashing him with a fire extinguisher, and they run off again. And that's something, again, I just hate in horror movies. You hit a guy in the face with a fire extinguisher. He goes down, drops his weapon. You got him right at your knees, not moving. Keep going. Yeah, it's keep just going. a classic. It's a classic bullshit thing that happens. And, like, and this isn't the only time this <sighs> happens in this movie, is somebody dropping their weapon. Um, so anyway, Sickle pops up from, as they run, he pops up from out of nowhere, grabs Justin, and is about to stab with the Sickle when Justin stabs Marty with a knife. Now, I have no idea where this knife comes from. And if he had a knife, why didn't he use it earlier? There is a scene of him just picking something up. Because when they're, they're, like, running through, he just stops at, like, a it's like a little desk, like, on the wall. And he just goes, Ugh. And I was seeing the same thing. Like, okay. what's he grabbing? What's he, He's grabbing something. And it turns out, I'm guessing it was the knife. Okay. I, I missed that. Like yeah. I said, I must have blinked. So, uh, <laughs> just like I missed it yeah, in 93. That's right. So they come to this large metal sliding door. And they go inside, they close the door behind him, and Justin uses this chain to kind of wrap the two sliding ends together. So he changed the door closed. Yeah. Good, good move. Okay. Yeah, smart move on that one. And now comes the, not, you know, I can't see this, but Aaron again, I'm, the serious acting moment. I'm using air quotes around serious. Ugh, um, the song, the but they suck it up royally. And, you know, they're having to, like, Stacy and Justin have like their emotional reconciliation moment. And they're like, oh, I love you. And, oh, I love you. And blah, blah, blah. And, Justin's like, if we get out of here, or when we get out of here, I'm going to be the best boyfriend ever. And, oh, shucky darn, I'll be the best one ever for you. Yeah. And say she's like, oh, well, I'm preggers. And she's like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> she and, dropped oh. the pregnant bomb. Yeah. And, and Boom. Like, Sucked all the air out of the room. Not, well, that was already gone. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then Justin's like, well, we should get married. And she's like, don't play with me. He's like, no, I was going to say that anyway. Oh, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's awful because their acting is so bad. And I really, it's, it's pretty funny because the blonde girl's just bleeding out. Yeah, she's just, she's and it's just funny because they bleeding out. That's all. Yeah, they do kind of like pan out. Like she, at first she was running and walking, and they get done with this scene, she's uh, she's yeah. just unconscious. Yeah, she's pretty much passed <laughs> out up against the wall. Just, and, I'd be in this. I'd be the same way, except you know, I think I just start bleeding from the ears at this yeah. point. <laughs> so basically, this whole scene is boring and just awful, and it kind of I think it does like a little fade to black and then fade back in. So it's like some time passes. With them just hiding out in this room. I think so, there were a couple shots of stoner in there, too. Yeah, I'm sure there was. <laughs> in the car smoking. That's it. So, eventually, Justin Stacey's getting moved like this old table saw underneath the small window that's really high up on the wall. And they climb up on top of the table saw so they can, like, squeeze through this window. And But first, like, hey, there's stoner. They're like, stoner, stoner. Calling the stoner in the car. Justin uses the flashlight to try a signal stoner. Like, you know, you know hey, yeah. SOS yeah. type stuff. And... Stoner looks like he sees it, but just says, whoa, this is some good shit. Oh, and he goes stoner. back to smoking his joint. Oh, now, Stoner. Now, this, I'm, this is my weed rant for the week. Because we've had this before in our movies. And I just, I, why? Oh, okay. Sorry, Mom and Dad, if you listen to this. But yes, I, I have smoked <laughs> weed. Aaron smokes weed. Yep. And 
lots of people smoke weed, but never once have I had hallucinations from weed. And I'm so tired of movies having people smoking weed and then playing off like, whoa, it's a hallucination. They're not doing shrooms or LSD right. or something. It's weed. They're not, he's not going to look over and see somebody flashing a flashlight at him and thinking it's a hallucination. Why? Stop doing that. <laughs> Stop it. Same if, he, with the, if he passes out and falls asleep in the car, that I'd buy. If he's like, dude, I got to go get some you know, funnies or something, that I'd buy. But say, <laughs> whoa, this is some good shit because I'm seeing flashing light. Stop it. Man. Just stop it. Marshall. I'm sorry, but I'm so sick. It's not a hallucinogenic. <laughs> so anyway, Stoner. Classic. Classic. <laughs> classic crappy movie. Yes. Cliche. Yeah. So Stoner drives off and... And then Justin tells Stacey that she has to squeeze through the window so she can go get help. She and she she drops, she gets the keys to his truck, drops them out the window instead of putting them in her pocket. I don't know, but she drops them out the window and then she squeezes through. This is one of the funniest things I like about this is the thing I like about the scene. When they first got in there, when they first got in this room where they barricaded themselves in with the chains and, they, and they're looking around the room, yes, there's the window. Yeah, you see it plain as day. Right and they there. never first thing seen. It's like, oh, shit, well, let's see if we can maybe squeeze some people out of here. Right. Oh, you look, you two girls squeeze through. Boom, boom, boom. done. No, they wait like you. Yeah, they, they, they waited like a, a couple hours. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So she squeezes through. It falls to the ground. And then Justin basically pushes Tina's weak limp body <laughs> through, just just like thump. I don't want her bleeding around me. Comes <laughs> just the window and she just falls on and top. And there's of a Stacey. drop. There's like yeah. a six foot drop. Yeah. And you know he's just shoving around head first. So not only is she bleeding out, she's going to get a concussion. Yeah. And then Stacey says, "Hey, I twisted my ankle," which never really comes up. Yeah, again. I mean, she kind of hobbles. She hobbles. The rest of them. And that's what I say. They, she and uh, Tina kind of hobble off together. Now, Sickle, Marty, sticks his head in between the sliding doors and has a little Jack Nicholson to Shining moment. Like, here's Johnny. And he says, I bet you thought you could get away. Not nearly as cool as, here's Here's Johnny. Yeah, no, no. And and he says, or run away or or something like that. It doesn't matter. And he then then breaks down this metal door. Just busts it down. Justin, being fucking retarded. And his infinite wisdom, Marshall. Yeah, his infinite wisdom. Tries to get away by squeezing through the tiny window the girls just did. Now we cut to Stoner driving and smoking another joint. Yep. And he says, Whoa. He's like the fucking Joy Lawrence of this movie. Yeah. I think every one of his lines starts with Whoa. Whoa. And did you notice he's driving around in the dark with his lights off? Yes. Now, just because he's Stoner, God, that pisses me off too. (laughs) So, and he's like, Whoa, this ain't the way. And he turns around to go back. Stacey and Tina get to the truck. Somewhere they find a shotgun. I don't know if it's in the back seat or the bed, yeah. They, but they, they pull a, a they pull a shotgun. double barrel out of the back barrel. seat. And Marty is now magically underneath the truck and grabs at Stacy. Yeah, he grabs he just, her feet. If you're gonna attack, he, they show him like running. You know, running kind of towards him. They had a they, quick, I didn't see that. She was just at the truck, and then all they had a she, shot of him running. Oh, him. I totally missed that one. Then had a shot of him okay. running towards her. But still, if he's running at them on the opposite side, just run around to the side of the truck. Yeah. One's cut and bleeding out. The other one's hobbling. Yeah, they're easy targets. Why are you going to, like, make it hard on yourself? awkward? <laughs> he, like, this guy is not an athlete by any means. No. I mean, he just starts kind of, like, wiggling around in the truck trying to cut their legs. Yeah, trying to, or grab it or ankle Bad or choice, Marty. Yeah, Bad choice. Bad choice. Um, so they run off. They hide inside one of the abandoned buildings that they were in earlier on the way to the slaughterhouse. And uh, uh, Stacy's standing behind the counter. She's got the shotgun. Marty just pops up, like, right inside the door. Just... You know, one thing he's there, next thing he's he's not there, not, then he's there. And she blasts him with the shotgun. Mario goes flying back. Flying back. Shattering Boom. the glass door. And he's outside. Stacey like, goes out to check on the body. The body's gone. Like, like So it must have said, it had to have like, just vanished in, thinner in front of her eyes. Yeah. Because she shoots him and goes directly there. Right. So the character never takes her eyes off the body. There's no way you can't. Miss, not you, see it exactly and even if he does yeah. disappear you would have seen him disappear right. in front of mm-hmm. your own eye you'd been like oh my god yeah but because you <laughs> your to, eyes are on him the whole yeah, time the whole time and so she gets to the body's gone there's no blood she's like oh he doesn't bleed <laughs> and behind her now we see marty's behind her he like teleported he teleports he's a fucking pulls a night crawler teleports behind her because he's, he, he's inside the building yes. already behind the blonde lisa yeah yeah. Tina. Tina, and Because he's got Tina by like the neck. He's like, gra- it looks like he's grabbing mm-hmm. her by the neck. Stacey's so like, oh my God, let her go. So he lets her go. And he, he pulls a fake. He pulls a rope-a-dope here. He lets her go, turns to walk away, and then flings back around, 
cutting off her, uh, Tina's head with the sickle, which is like one of the worst special effect decapitations that I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, it was pretty it's bad. so bad. <laughs> but I did like his movement. He was pretty quick. It was a really weird choppy. Yeah, it, was it was choppy, but so choppy fast. Yeah. It, it was, was like, was. you know, it was, it was impressive. And he says, damn, mom, good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty sweet line. Yeah. <laughs> And so Stacy shoots him again, and he goes flying over the counter. Yeah, and this, he, is, this he, is a fantastic shotgun. Yeah, and she reloads the gun, which I was actually no, glad they actually showed her reloading a gun, which is a rarity in a lot of movies. Um, and then she goes to see the body again, but of course his body has disappeared again. Again. So Stacy now says she runs and finds the payphone, which happens to, again in a completely abandoned town. Not only do they have electricity, works. they have phone service they too. They have a payphone that still works. She calls 911. She's speaking with 911. When Marty pops up, grabs the phone, and says, she'll have to call you back. And, uh, not that bad. No, that's pretty much it. You pretty <laughs> much nailed it. That's exactly what he sounds like. And then he hangs up the phone, and he's like, I'm, tells her, I'm going to take my time killing you. Uh, they make a point to keep showing some bracelet that Stacy drops in the phone booth, but... One, Why? You've never yeah, seen I was this really wondering what that movie, was. I actually went back never and I'm like, seen this. I don't know what that bracelet is. Yeah. And they keep going. They pan back to it like three times. Yeah. And you and never see it before. Until this thing, you've never seen it before. No one makes a big deal like, hey, here's this bracelet. Uh-huh. Or, hey, this bracelet has magical powers. No, she drops it. They keep coming back to it. And you never see it again. There's no callback to this bracelet. Somebody no really, point. yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, man, I handmade this bracelet. Can you uh, Or we spent a lot of money on that yeah. bracelet. We're going to give it. It's going to get some screen time. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay you, pay you $500 if you can show that three times in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it all one shot. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Where's my money? So. She again. She pulls out the shotgun. She shoots him in the dick this time with the shotgun. He goes flying. Back. You won't be needing that. Yeah, and she's like, "You won't be needing those anymore." And then she drops the gun by his head. Yeah, she's done. She she shoots him. She stands over him, drops the gun. But right as she drops it, like he sits up. Like right as she drops, the gun. so you clearly see he's getting up. But she drops the gun, and it's like. <sighs> She knows he. She shot him like three times. He's flown around twice. twice this is the third time he's, he's so been shot you've now. already been con- like, okay, this guy doesn't go down from shotgun blast. Yeah, she did blast some more time enough to get away. Yeah, and drop the gun. Drops the gun behind him. Why drop the gun? Because yeah. you know we can come back. Even if you're out of ammo, you can <sighs> still use the. You can bash his head in with this thing. Why drop it? But yeah, again, she drops the gun, and so. She's running, limping her way down some railroad tracks on her way back to the slaughterhouse. She's going but back now, to the slaughterhouse. Yeah, Why now, the fuck doesn't she go back to the truck? That's a good point. Why didn't she go to oh, the I truck? I think she was like, she's going to get Jace, Justin. But he he's trapped in the room. For all she knows, he's trapped in the room. That's right. the whole reason she left in the first place. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. The guy's not dead. Go get some fucking help. Yeah. So, But for some reason, on her run back to the slaughterhouse, <laughs> her shirt is now <laughs> wide open. <laughs> But Mar- you never what? see Marty like rip her shirt open. Nope. It doesn't come open. She's nope. fully dressed in the phone booth. She shoots him, still fully dressed. Drops the gun, fully dressed. Running down railroad tracks, shirt shirts wide open, open. Moves, bouncing yep. in the wind. Yep, yep. She does have a bra on. She does, yeah, she has the bra, but it's just like what? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she gets back in the slaughterhouse. She's looking for Justin, and she comes to, like the giant freezer where you you know the kind of scene where you see Rocky punching meat if it was right. a Rocky movie. And uh, you see Bobby, who's now been duct taped back together, hanging from a meat hook. And Marty slashes at her. He misses. She runs off again. She she gets back to the room where she crawled through the window, where she left Justin. And she sees what's left of Justin stuck in the window. Yeah, so Justin got cut in half. Yeah, as, as he gets stuck in the window. He gets cut in half. Not like Bobby, like, head to toe, like vertical. He's cut in half from like at, at the, the waist. waist. So, and she starts screaming, and she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you hear laughter in the background. And then she just turns and says, you're mine, you son of a bitch. And yeah. then she goes after Marty. Yeah. So. She uh, that's she, she had enough, yep, Marshall. She, she, she had enough. Put her foot down. And back to Stoner again, who's driving, still smoking joints. Now you see the sun starting to rise. The sun's coming up. Uh, Stoner pulls up along the abandoned buildings, and he starts smoking another joint. I've got to give credit to Stoner. How much weed does this guy have on him? And make? how is he not passed the fuck out? That's true. Like, that you know, much weed he is He just crazy. is a trooper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we, we cut to some fat cop coming out of a port john 
And he gets the radio call to go check out Stacy's 911 call from the phone booth. So the cop sees Stoner alongside the road. Mother's like, hey, what you doing here, boy? And blah, 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 blah. It's bullshit. Eventually, the cop tells her to get into the cop car. The cop is so, hey, boy, what's your problem? You you smoking that wacky tobacco? Yeah, you smoking that wacky tobacco? And uh, so... The devil's lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) So... uh, so Stoner gets in the car, but he gets in the front seat instead of the back of the cop car, which, again, would never happen. And I was really curious. I was like, is he getting arrested? Yeah. What's going on? Why is Because he goes, you better. I'm going to run. I should run, run you, you in. in. Yes. Come with me, boy. And he and goes, he just, oh. okay. I'm like, is he getting arrested? Yeah. What's, what's happening? And he doesn't put the cuffs he doesn't, on. Get, he no cuffs. So he I don't, just gets in the front seat. And like, I, whatever. And then you just kind of, he's like, oh, no, we're going to go check out for your friends. Why didn't you just say that? Yeah. You know, instead of threatening me with running me in, you know. So they um, now back to Stacey, who's making a trail of blood by pouring blood out of buckets, she finds. And this trail leads to this hole in the wall where they would walk the cows up, put the cow's head through the wall, and then a, the, basically a cow guillotine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she's guillotine. guillotine. She's leading the, the blood trail to the hole and then waiting for Marty. And the cap and stoner, they're now in the slaughterhouse. And no surprise, they get separated. You don't really know why or anything, but they get oh, separated. this is why they get no, separated. No, coming up. Stoner, mm-hmm. uh, you don't see it at first. They're just separated. But then Stoner finds a, a, a service elevator with a chalk outline of a, a, what's a girl, like a girl's body. And so he, Stoner starts. Being so stoned, stoned he decided, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to just play with this. Uh, chalk outline. Chalk he outline. He starts making out with a chalk kind of outline. Act, he's like squeezing her boobs like, beep, yeah. beep. You know, and like, you're into bondage, he drops a chain he on He starts it. talking to her and says, you want to smoke weed? Yeah. What, you done smoke? You're not my type right. of girl. Yeah. And then he starts <laughs> like, laying in the chalk outline, trying to match his body up with it. And he's, yeah, you know, it's he's just a, the fact that he's, he makes out with a chalk outline. He's a college student by himself, not entertaining anyone else but himself. Yeah. It's like, what? So, anyway. <laughs> and just the fact that this guy's even in college blows my mind. Like, I, I'm almost thinking he's not in college. He's, he's like one of the talents who just hangs around all the couch kids. The guy that's gotta be my who guess. works in the coal mine at age 12, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Um, so, the cop bumps into Stacy. The cop finds Stacy. She's like, help me, help me. Mario Sickle's after her. She's, he's killed all my friends. The cop's like, what? I don't believe you. Mario Sickle died 10 years ago. Or whatever how many years ago it was, and then I know where, bam! The cop gets stabbed through the face, sickle in the mouth, face, like with Marty's sickle. I kind of like that. And Stacy is like, "Oh my god!" She starts leading Marty to the chopping hole, saying, "Come and get me, motherfucker! Yeah, Come and get like, me! You want me? Come and get me!" Yeah. She tries crawling through the hole, but gets stuck. Guess where and she gets stuck I with? She gets stuck she, on her skirt. I yeah, I'm like I I put a question mark by stuck because she's fine and she just kind of stops herself. But it's like an excuse, like well, let's get your jeans off yeah, now. And then she takes off her skirt, she and takes wiggles off her out in her underwear. Yeah. yeah, so now she's just in her bra and panties with a shirt with like hanging a, open, barely on her. Yeah, and she drops through the hole. Marty starts climbing through after her. She's like, "Fuck you, motherfuckers!" I'm like, she pulls the lever, the guillotine blade drops, cutting off Marty's head. Now. Guillotine. The clock is shown again, and the second hand comes to a stop, and the clock stops at 7.59, like 15 seconds or something like that. No relevance. No. Well, so I'm so basically from what we first saw, so everything in the slaughterhouse happened over the course of seven hours. If you look at where the yeah. clock starts and where it ends up. Seven hours, this movie in, in the slaughterhouse. That so Stoner is was out there smoking weed for seven, seven hours. hours. <laughs> Of nonstop weed smoking. It, it just blows. That's way too much time for what you see actually right. happen in this movie. So that time when they are in that trapped in that little room. That must have been a long that's time. A long that must have been like five gap. hours. Yeah. It's insane. So Stacy climbs back through the killing hole, trips over Mario's body. He's like, fuck you. Kicks him, but it beats him. She backs away, bumps into Stoner. And they have a little cute conversation. like, oh, where is everybody? Oh, they're dead. Oh, we need to get out of here. Blah, blah, blah. It's meaningless. Fade to black. And you think it's over? Nope. Fade in on Stoner and Stacy getting into their car. They sit there for a bit while she cries. And she's like, oh, we got to go tell the police. They drive okay. off. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> okay. And fade to black. Is it over? Nope. Fade <laughs> in on the clock. And the second hand begins to move again. Cut to where Stacy killed Marty. Marty's body is now gone. But the camera 
focuses, zooms in on the ground where just his bloody sickle remains. Now roll, roll credits. credits. That is Slaughterhouse Massacre. Oof. So, oh my god. <laughs> it is awful. Um, so, let's go into uh, favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. Now, uh, favorite kills, there weren't a whole lot to choose from, from this movie. So, uh, yeah, like, like, let's just go into it. What, All there's right. not much here. No. There's really had, not a big body count. Yeah, it, you have one, and a, five, and... five kills. If you don't count Marty, you have five people that die in this movie. Yeah. One in the flashback, and then four during the actual event. So let's count Marty. It's five. Okay, if you count Marty, that's six then. Okay, six. So six kills, and many of them are off screen. Justin's really the only one that's off screen. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. No, Justin was off screen. Yeah. Cop got it through the face. Uh-huh. Tina gets her cut off. The oh, yeah. guy in the flashback gets stabbed in the back, which you do finally see that. Okay. okay. And, then, right. and then Bobby. You, know, you do see them all on screen except for Justin. Yeah. So, what uh, is yours? All right. So, <clears throat> we already t- determined we don't have a lot to go through. So, I'm going to go with Marty's original first death when the girl was having sex with the guy, jumps up with the machete, fully naked, still wearing her boots, <laughs> you know, still sweaty from sex, reaches ah. up and chops off Marty's head, and she's completely naked. Gotta, gotta really tip my cap to her. She went all in You know, I, I, just for the nude factor, that just makes it pretty good, at least visually, because all the rest of the kills are visually awful, but at least this one, you get a really... It was unique. Pretty, get, yeah. It was definitely unique visually. It was very girl. stimulating physically. Yeah. <laughs> visually. Uh, but I, not taking that into account because I didn't. I, That's my kill. Okay. That's my favorite kill. Mine, most of them suck. Uh, I'm going with Bobby. Again, anybody, I, and this is the second I would pick a stab in the dick kill. Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Someone hates his genitals. So <laughs> it's just, he gets stabbed in the dick and then he gets split in half Kung Lao style. And so that's definitely the most graphic of the kills in the movie. Um, the special effects aren't great at all, but no, it's definitely better bad. than, it's definitely better than Tina's, Tina's getting her head cut off and the, anything else. So I'm going Bobby, stab dick, then split in half. Yeah. The machete had a head cut off that I liked. I mean, it was a really oh, bad effect. The fake head. Yeah, the it fake was head so was really, bad. really bad, but so I really don't care about that. Right. Okay. So let's move into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Um, first things first, before we move into the, going any further, I, I, I saw this on, it, you can actually see this on like the uh, DVD box art for the movie. Um, there's a quote, two quotes that I had to write down that says, first of all, it says, more frightening than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, independent film quarterly. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you see texas chainsaw massacre because I, I don't get that at all no uh and then the back of the box says scariest film of the year also independent film quarterly so independent film quarterly fuck you yeah. i have no respect <laughs> for you i don't know what your criteria is for movie reviews or whatever but jesus christ well the director is my cousin <laughs> yeah. So that just blows my mind that these were, this was say scarier than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one of the all time greatest horror movies. Oh my God. Spawned such a fantastic franchise. Yeah. Um, And just the fact that it's the scariest film of the year, and this was 2005, made me think, okay, let's see what else was made in 2005. Oh, awesome. What was there? So I have a list of just some of the horror movies that were made in 2005 that this movie is supposedly scarier than. Now, some of these. You may or may not have heard of. Some of our listeners may have heard of them. Um, but they're just ones that... Anyway, 2001 Maniacs, An American Haunting, The Amityville Horror Remake with Ryan oh, Reynolds, yeah. Boogeyman, Cry Wolf, The Dark, Dark Water, The Descent, which I put three exclamation points behind that because that is, to me, is one of the greatest... I love yeah. that movie. That movie is fucking freaky and scary to me. I love that one. The Exorcism of Emily Rose, The Fog Remake. Oh, yeah. Hostel, oh, shit. Hostel, <laughs> House of Wax remake, Land of the Dead, George Romero's. Oh Dead, yeah, The Ring two, Saw two, Venom, Wolf Creek, and one that holds a special place in our hearts, 
Forest of the Damned, or as we know it here, <laughs> Demonic. <laughs> so those are just some of the movies that were made in 2005 that, according to Independent Film Quarterly, are not, not as, as scary, scary as this movie. So that begs the question, <laughs> Aaron, is this movie scarier than Demonic? <laughs> Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'm going to have to go with Demonic on that one, honestly. Wow. And Demonic was a shit movie. That was a we horrible did, movie. You can listen to our po- our episode on that one way back when, but oh my God. I think that was our fourth or fifth one or yeah. something, yeah. Uh, boy. Yeah. So anyway, moving on to ratings, finally. IMDb gives it a 2.3 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, it's not even listed on Rotten Tomatoes. And Amazon gives it a 2 out of 5. So this may be one of our lower rated, lowest rated. Yeah, it's, it's one, definitely it's definitely one of the lowest yeah. rated ones. Um, so that comes to basically our favorite part of the show, definitely Aaron's. Uh, it is now time to guess the budget. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. <clears throat> so all right, Aaron, loosen, loosen it, up, it up, stretching it out. Getting what out. do you think <clears throat> the budget for this movie was? 2005. 2005. Pretty much three locations. School, house, slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. Great truck. An F3-150. <laughs> it was a nice truck. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with 200, no, $150,000. Ooh. Well, you did not go over this time like you normally oh, do. Okay. You came in under, but you would have been closer. The estimated budget is $250,000. Damn it. <laughs> I, was orig- I was feeling too. Shouldn't change my answer. I always tell my students, don't change your answers. Go with the gut. Go with the gut. Go with the gut. Has more neurons in the brain. <laughs> so, all right. Brings us to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. Now, with five-star reviews, only found two. I was about to say, I'm surprised you found any. I found any. There any, but there are two five-star reviews. Lauren Goodrich writes, This movie is so funny. It is so badly made, so badly written. If you want a good laugh, definitely watch it. Personally, I love how one of the characters' name is Stoner. <laughs> Obviously, well thought through. Five stars. Now, Stoner staved it for her. <laughs> So, ATV Nut writes, <laughs> How many brain injuries does this guy have? <laughs> ATV Nut. That's why he loves this movie. <laughs> so, he writes, Movie was pretty good. Not too gory, but enough to be intense. Good acting. Not a high budget movie, but was pretty good. Five stars. That's like a two, three star review. <laughs> but he gives it five stars. It's the brain injury. So, because there's only two, I did go to the four, one, the one four star review. Right, I know we've done we've done that before, and yeah. I didn't write the whole thing down because it's too, mostly just a complete recap of the movie. But I did find this little gem of in the review from Grindhouse and Horror, which I guess is like a, a publication or something that does horror movies. Yeah. Uh, the entire thing is really easy to follow, so you don't have to worry about paying attention to it. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> that- that's that's a. That's one backhanded compliment if yeah. I ever heard one. Yeah. That's why it gets four stars, because yeah. it's easy to follow. You don't got to pay attention to yeah. it. <laughs> Jesus. So, and that's it. It's time to start wrapping up. Oh, would Aaron, here's a question. Would you say it's so bad it's scary, or so bad it's good? Let's <laughs> say so bad it's scary. Yeah, I got I, I to gotta say that, because it's, it's it, it, the scenes that take so long, the party scene, Way, way, way long. Wandering on the slaughterhouse, so long. Really, when you when you add all that time up together, and that's something I wouldn't mind actually maybe, maybe doing sometime, finding out exactly how much is actual like story moving forward, plot development, what have you, or just scenes. Yeah. Scenes of just walking around. Because honestly, I bet it's about half an hour, maybe more, of that just walking oh, around. Oh, it's easy a half yeah. hour. Because like I said, I, I was doing a lot of time like, checking for yeah. this. It's easy, like, half hour of nothing happening. If I was going to recommend someone to watch this film, I would say watch the first seven to eight minutes yeah. because that's probably the Basically most entertaining. for the softcore sex scene, yeah, the porn yeah. scene at the beginning that's of the movie. It. That's, that's it. it. Uh, I agree. It's so bad. It's scary. Not good. Um, 
So I'm saying, you, would you would not? Would you recommend watching this? Uh, just the first seven minutes. <laughs> After the first seven minutes, just turn it off. Just turn it off. Just <laughs> when it says present day, be like done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I kind of have to agree with that. This is not one. Uh, I do love some. There are times where I love bad horror movies and will recommend, but this is not one I recommend. There's a lot better bad horror movies out there. Uh, skip over this one and check out something else. Don't waste your time. I, or spend eight minutes of your time, watch right. the soft core sex scene, and then move on. Right. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, remember, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on our website, www. I don't know why I said www. Everybody knows that. Uh, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at SoBadIt'sScary. You can also find us on Podbean. And on iTunes. Almighty iTunes. Almighty so please, iTunes. Uh, subscribe, check us out, five star us, like us, do you know, whole shebang, kit and caboodle. Uh, let us know. If you have any comments, suggestions, emails, questions, drop us lines. You know how to do it, people. You're smart, internet savvy folks. Yeah, let us know what movies you want us to do. If you have any recommendations, um, yeah, please let us know because that's why we're doing it. All right. So I'm Marshall Hampton. I am Aaron Southworth. We will see you down the road. Take care, everybody. Hugs and kisses. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that sexy in the beginning was so fun. <laughs>